This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for the Digest, brought to you by the Living Well Disability Resource Centre. Time for us to take a look at what's going on in the health and disability sector around the region. And Debbie Rowe from Living Well Disability Resource Centre joins us again. Morena, good to have you with us, Debbie. Thanks, Jeff. Beautiful day out there. Nice to see some blue, isn't it? Oh, yeah. awesome. I felt quite springy as I walked around the corner from Excellent. our place to your oh, place. Good to know. <laughs> and the sun was shining. <laughs> Look, we've got a lot in the digest this week, so I am going to get into it. And I apologise. There's quite a few words in all of this, but there's a few things going on. The first thing I wanted just to... Um, uh, raise for people's attention. This is a, a, a hui that's happening tomorrow. That's Tuesday the 23rd, isn't it? Today's yep. the 22nd. Tomorrow's the 23rd of August in the afternoon. And it's something we've talked about before, um, but we're just doing another plug for the Inclusive Faith Project. Join the conversation. So this is a hui that is happening uh, in Dunedin tomorrow, Tuesday the 23rd of August from 1.30 to 4.30 p.m. And there's a real uh, call for disabled people of faith any kind of faith, but disabled people of faith um, to to come along and have some conversations around uh, inclusion and faith. So this is the Inclusive uh, Faith Project. So you're invited to participate uh, in this Inclusive Faith Project. This is, uh, has been uh, put together by uh, Yes Disability in Auckland, but also through the New Zealand Human Rights Commission, Inclusive RTRL Collective, Ministry for Disabled People, uh, Religious Diversity Centre, lots of people Partnering, partner, partnering. I can't get the partnering word out. Nationally and locally in this multi-sector, multi-faith initiative, and your voice matters. So um, there is free mobility transport if that's an issue for you getting to this uh, to the location. And also there is a, a lovely um, yummy food will be provided as a sort of a, um, a finger, you know, finger food uh, luncheon. So. Um, it is happening at uh, the Mornington Presbyterian Church. That is just, has, it's not, it is inclusive faith, so it is all faiths, just that that's got a good hall, the Mornington Presbyterian Church in uh, Maryhill Terrace in Mornington. Um, certainly give us a call here at, um, at Living Well um, on uh, uh, 4716152 um, around that if you're wanting to register. So uh, really, I think there are quite a few faith leaders uh, coming along, but really to get the, the, uh, the, the thoughts and, and the voice of disabled people of faith. So that's happening. Join the conversation tomorrow afternoon um, in, in up, up, up at Mornington. And please give us a call if you want more information on that specifically. Um, quite a few things happening uh, on a national level as well, I suppose. But just this is around, um, you know, disability and, and, and the impact on disabled New Zealanders. So there is a petition uh, out again around help to strengthen the accessibility for New Zealanders' bill. Now we, we know that that's been you know it's been put to um, to to Parliament to look at. We know that a quarter of, of New Zealand citizens ide- identify as having some form of disability or accessibility need. We know that people aged 65 or over are much more likely to be disabled or have accessibility needs. Um, that's about 59% than adults under 65 years um, or children under 15 years. So with the population growth and people living longer, many of these figures are absolutely going to be increasing. Neurodiversity, so you know, neurological differences in the human brain like dyslexia and autism impact upwards of 20% of, of New Zealand's population and accessibility is a big issue that stands in the way of achievement for many uh, Kiwis. So um, 
you know, basically access barriers prevent many people from participating fully and equally in society, which is what we what we want to have, is everybody being able to fully and equally participate. So the, the exclu- uh, that, this exclusion also has a really negative impact on whānau and friends and wider community. Um, accessibility means that people can live independently and participate fully in all areas of life with dignity. So after many, many, many years of campaigning, the government has finally introduced the Accessibility for New Zealanders Bill. It's a great achievement. Um, the first reading uh, debate on the bill was on the 2nd of August this month. Um, unfortunately, the bill seeks to accelerate the accessibility by establishing an accessibility committee with limited powers without enforceable accessibility standards, and that's just simply not enough to achieve success for all. So, um, asking the government for an accessibility legislative framework that includes standards, a regulator, a barrier notification system and a dispute resolution process, a resolution process, pardon me, to remove access to barriers, which makes sense. You know, why have a bill, why make change and not actually hold it accountable? So um, there is a petition for that further step, you know, to um, that accessibility legislative framework, uh, you know, around standards, regulation, etc., etc. So there's a link to a petition to sign that today. So it's really just a, a further push to get this to where it really needs to be to have an impact on people's lives. It's great to have these things, but if, if they have no guts, you know, what do you do? So that's one thing that's going on. So I encourage people to to sign that petition. The State of Caring report has also come out, and this is... Um, you know, Carers New Zealand and the Carers Alliance have been working on this for years. So um, the State of Caring report, media release, new report flags need for government leadership for one million plus family carers. That's massive, eh? Mm. A million plus people in New Zealand are family carers. They care for people with with you know, disability with, with other needs, that's massive. Um, you know, the, those those people, those families are often doing it tough. They're doing the, the, the mahi, they're, they're often not paid. <laughs> you know, it's a really big thing. So in face of the pandemic, worker shortages and service disruptions, those supporting family members who are unwell or have a disability or chronic health condition are experiencing significant hardship and they're not getting enough to help to keep going. So national charity uh, Carers New Zealand and the Carers Alliance of more than 50 not Profits have released a report from an independent analytics company, Synergia, based on over 1,600 survey responses from carers of all ages and ethnicities across the country. Carers spent an hour on average completing the 70 question survey, so it was quite a commitment when you're already busy doing the caring job, about their well being, finances, and views about available support um, and, and views about available support in their role, and the results were shocking. <laughs> um, the Alliance Secretary, uh, Carers New Zealand CEO Laurie Hillsgen uh, said people can't keep going like this without support themselves. So the State of Caring survey will be repeated every two years to track how family and whanau um, uh, carers are fearing over this time. The first report for 2022 shows that only 2% of carers feel valued by the government despite their largely unpaid work having, according to Infometrics, an annual economic uh, value of at least $16.8 billion. <laughs> It's massive, eh? So, Josh, the last couple of years too will have just been just added added a lot of weight to that uh, to that work, load. and it continues. You know, that is a common just you know working in the sector. That's a common thing that we're hearing. The workforce uh, is depleted. The the workforce, um, you know, people aren't getting the support, and there's nothing worse when you know and you've got other commitments that you know your support workers meant to be coming at this time to do this job, and then they don't. That that has a massive impact mm. on on families' lives, doesn't it? So you can read the full media release, you can download the State of Caring report and download the um, 
state of caring sorry the state of caring report either word or pdf depending on how you like to receive that if you're using um uh, reader software on your computer so got links to those it's, it's interesting stuff um there's a couple of other really cool things that are happening a bit more locally and this is around um welfare guardianship and disability and this is a, again a really big conversation for people that um have family members um particularly with high and complex needs so this is the this is happening we an evening happening on the 24th of August which is that's this Wednesday isn't it yep. and this Thursday so there's two sessions of this either in the evening six to nine so I'll, I'll continue on and explain what it is so um, Sarah Cohen School are bringing uh, Nan Jensen from Ability Works in Hamilton to Dunedin for two presentations the first being on Wednesday the 24th that's this Wednesday evening dinner is provided um, between 6 and 9pm and also on Thursday in the morning um, morning tea provided between 9.30 and 12.30 so there's two sessions depending on you know it gives people a bit of a um, some choice around what works best for them this seminar will be of interest if you worry about the long term welfare of your young person with a disability when you um, die who will support them to make decisions about their personal care and welfare and who will understand their needs and make decisions about their personal and physical welfare on their behalf if they are unable to do so you need to understand the difference amongst welfare guardianship power of attorney, property management and how a trust may be useful <clears throat> Excuse me for managing property and you need information about the relevance of a will and letter of wishes and how these might be useful. You are concerned about managing and protecting assets or income if you're young dis- of your young disabled person and you want to know how to manage assets through a family trust. All big questions, big, big questions. Nan Jensen, a barrister and solicitor in sole practice consulting for Ability Works, and, and Nan has been involved in the disability sector since 1998 and a mm. governance advisory support parent advocacy employee ca- uh, capacities. Uh, Nan herself and two of her adult children are on the, on the autism spectrum and she decided to study law after taking a successful arbitration case against the Ministry of Education about ALLS funding. So interesting, eh? Um, uh, you can uh, RSVP to this. Um, we've got the link here, but it's uh, parent to parent. The local organisation there are helping facilitate uh, this. E- that this, uh, you know, evening and, and morning. Um, or you can um, you can contact Rachel Ford, uh, which is Rachel R A C H A E L dot F O R D E at Sarah Cohen dot school dot NZ. Uh, certainly come to us uh, here at Living Well as well. We can pass you on the link. So that's happening this week. Really important stuff um, happening there said there were lots of words today. <laughs> Next thing on the on the list here is My Vote Counts Disability Dunedin Online Mayoral Candidates Forum. Happens each time we do have these, um, you know, we have elections, really important that the disability voice uh, is in there. And I'll tell you what, there's some great stuff that's actually happening, the connection between what's happening in our city. There was a good thing in the in the paper, I think, over the weekend around, which you, we're probably already you know, going to be speaking about this, just around, you know, what's happening in George Street and around making that accessible. So, again, My Vote Counts Disability Dunedin Online Mayoral Candidates Forum that's happening on Saturday the 3rd of September between 2 and 4. It is an online uh, Zoom meeting. Uh, New Zealand Sign Language Interpreter available. Um, Chris Ford from the Disabled Persons Assembly in uh, collaboration with People First and the Access for All Dunedin Group are facilitating that. So again, that's talking to mayoral candidates about what their interest is in disability really. So uh, you can contact Chris at chris.ford at dpa.org.nz. So moving along here, Southern Support Eating Disorder Service. So this is... um, 
12 weekly sessions of group cognitive behavioural therapy for people with binge eating disorder. Um, it's a therapy group that aims um, to understand the nature of binge eating disorder symptoms and how these impact your life to gain an understanding of how your symptoms developed and are maintained. Um, a whole bunch of things. This is starting in September. Uh, it doesn't have a, sp- a specific date, but it's September 2022. It's fully funded. There's no cost required. So it, it sounds like it's 12 weeks, so it's probably a, quite a commitment, um, but it's absolutely um, something, if, if that's something that impacts your life, this might be a really helpful um, a set of workshops. See your GP for a referral to the Southern Support Eating Disorder Service, or you can contact uh, SSEDS, so that is Southern Support Eating Disorder Service, SSEDS at ashburn.co.nz for more information. Um, so that's yeah, that's a very cool thing that's happening. Brain Injury Association Quiz Night, always a good night, happening on Tuesday the 6th of September at the Kensington. That's the place you go for quizzes, isn't it? Um, Brain Injury Otago Annual Quiz Night at the Kensington, Tuesday 6th of September, 7pm. Tickets $5 per person. Um, contact uh, the Brain Injury Association on 47161568 for more information on that. I think that was getting us to the end there. Lots and lots of stuff happening. All right, and if uh, you want to talk with Debbie and the team about any of uh, the the ideas, issues, um, suggestions, dates, meetings, workshops... Submissions <laughs> you can make. Um, Debbie and the team are only too happy to talk with you. We've got um, their contact details you give them to us now, Debbie. Yes, certainly. So you can contact us or call us on 471 6152. 471 6152. Come in and see us on the corner of George and Bath Street on the ground floor there of Burns House or email us on at info at livingwellcentre.nz. Thanks, Debbie. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.